Welcome to C3 Church The Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Well, when I was in high school, we had a class called Home Economics. Jadi waktu Pastor Rachel masih SMA, ada pelajaran yang namanya Home Economics. And this is where we learn about a number of different skills that we needed for around the home. Di pelajaran ini, Pastor Rachel uh, belajar tentang beberapa hal yang mereka perlukan di rumah. And so we learned things like cooking and cleaning and sewing. Jadi mereka belajar tentang memasak, beres-beres, dan juga menjahit. Now our teacher for this particular class was one of the strictest teachers in the whole school. Jadi uh, salah satu gurunya ini, guru yang mengajar saat ini adalah uh, salah satu guru yang benar-benar keras. Maybe you've had a teacher like this before. Pasti saudara pernah punya guru yang seperti ini. And you never wanted to do anything wrong in her class. Jadi saudara nggak mau melakukan kesalahan ketika berada di kelasnya guru ini. Because you didn't want to face the severity of her discipline. Ya, karena saudara nggak mau dapat disiplin dari guru tersebut. And because she had this certain reputation, we worked extra hard to be perfect students for her class. Dan ketika saudara mau menjadi murid yang sempurna harus mencapai reportasi tertentu. Now a year or so after I finished high school, I ended up being on the same netball team as this particular teacher. Setelah selesai SMA, ternyata Pastor Rachel bertemu lagi dengan guru tersebut ketika masuk ke klub netball. And we were trained together every Tuesday night. Mereka ter- bertemu setiap malam uh, Selasa. And at the start in time, it was a little bit intimidating. Jadi waktu pertamanya agak sedikit mengintimidasi. Uh, when I tried to talk to her, I was a little bit nervous, a bit scared. Jadi waktu uh, Pastor Rachel coba ngomong sama guru tersebut agak nervous. But quickly I discovered that actually she had a great personality. Tapi ternyata ketika sudah diketahui guru tersebut punya personality yang bagus. She was a super fun person to hang around with. Jadi gurunya ini sangat uh, bagus untuk diajak berteman. She had a sharp sense of humor. Dia punya humor yang bagus. And she actually was really encouraging. Dan juga sangat menguatkan. And so I got to see this teacher's real personality. Jadi Pastor Rachel saya itu melihat uh, personality yang sejatinya. I got to see her outside of her role as a teacher and got to know her on a personal level. Jadi dia melihat uh, sifat uh, yang lainnya dari guru tersebut. And I actually really appreciated her friendship during that season. Dan Pastor Rachel juga mengapresiasi mengapresiasi pertemanan mereka. Now we're in this series called the Real Jesus. Kita ada di series di mana uh, Yesus yang sejati. Where we're looking to the scriptures to discover who Jesus really is. Kita mau melihat sebenarnya siapa itu Yesus. And maybe you're like me with that teacher. Mungkin uh, kalian seperti Pastor Rachel dengan guru tersebut. That you have a view of Jesus that's been established from a distance. Mungkin kalian uh, melihat pandangan Yesus dari pandangan yang jauh. Maybe you know him as a teacher, a guide on how to live a godly life. Mungkin kalian melihat Yesus sebagai guru, guru bagaimana kita menghadapi kehidupan kita. But he wants to be so much more than that. Tapi Tuhan Yesus mau lebih dari itu. He also longs to be our friend. Dia juga mau menjadi teman kita. Closer than a brother. Lebih dekat daripada seorang saudara. And so today we're going to have a look at another well-known story in the book of John. Kita bakal melihat cerita yang lainnya dari Pak uh, dari Kitab Injil Yohanes. But I want to have a look at it from a bit of a different angle today. Tapi kita bakal lihat dari angle yang berbeda. From this perspective of Jesus being a friend. Di mana kita melihat perspektif dari Yesus menjadi teman. Now this is actually a big 
concept for us to comprehend. Sebenarnya ini konsep yang besar supaya kita, supaya kita. That the God who created the entire universe. Tuhan yang menciptakan seluruh dunia kita. Not only allows us to be his friends. Tidak hanya menjadi mau menjadikan kita sebagai teman. But he desires our friendship. Tapi dia mau menjadi pertemanan kita, menjalin pertemanan kita. For us to have a close relationship with him. Supaya kita punya hubungan yang dekat dengan dia. So close that we could trust him with our whole lives. Saking dekatnya kita bisa percaya seluruh kehidupan kita buat dia. Now that's an outrageous thought. Ya, itu pemikiran yang luar biasa. There's no other god like that. Enggak ada tuhan selain dia. And as we discover more and more about the real Jesus. Ketika kita mengetahui lebih dari uh, siapa Yesus yang sejati, we see that his motive is always love. Kita dapat melihat motif dia yaitu kasih. What an amazing god we believe in. Kita percaya dengan Tuhan yang luar biasa. Let's take a moment now to pray. Mari kita berdoa. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would open our eyes to see what you want us to see as we read the scriptures. Roh Kudus, Engkau yang akan membantu kami Tuhan melihat apa yang Kau mau buat kami lihat, Bapa. I ask that you would fill every room that people are watching in today with peace and with life and with faith. Engkau yang akan mengisi ketenangan Tuhan, kasih serta hadiranmu di dalam setiap ruangan di mana saudara-saudara dapat menonton hari ini. Inspire and encourage your people today. Engkau yang akan menguatkan setiap kami, Bapa. That we would see you as who you really are. Kami dapat melihat engkau siapa sebenarnya engkau, Tuhan. That you are a God of love. Kalau engkau adalah Tuhan yang penuh kasih. In Jesus' name we pray. Di dalam nama Yesus kami berdoa. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to be reading from the Book of John, as I said before, and we're going to be checking out chapter 11. Jadi kita akan melihat Alkitab Injil Yohanes di pasal 11. It may be a familiar story to you and this first sentence is going to give it away. Jadi mungkin saudara pernah mendengar cerita ini. Let's read from verse 1. Mari kita baca dari ayat 1. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and his sister Martha. This Mary whose brother Lazarus now lay sick was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus. Lord, the one you love is sick. Jadi di ayat 1 dibilang, ada seorang yang sedang sakit namanya Lazarus. Ia tinggal di Betania, kampung Maria dan adiknya Martha. Maria ialah perempuan yang pernah meminyaki kaki Tuhan dengan minyak mur dan menyekanya dengan rambutnya. Dan Lazarus yang sakit itu adalah saudaranya. Kedua perempuan itu mengirim kabar kepada Yesus, Tuhan, dia yang engkau kasihi sakit. Okay, we're going to stop there just for a moment. And I just want us to remember that this is a real life story. Kita mau melihat di sini kalau ini adalah cerita yang nyata. And can I encourage you to put yourself into the Bible stories that you read? Coba mari kita hidupi cerita ini, coba taruh kehidupan saudara dalam cerita Alkitab ini. Maybe you could picture yourself in the shoes or the position of one of the sisters. Mungkin kita bisa membayangkan diri kita dalam satu posisi salah satu saudara Lazarus. Their brother is sick. Saudara mereka sedang sakit. So sick that they're willing to send a messenger to go to Jesus. Sangat sakit sehingga mereka mau mengirimkan uh, surat kepada Yesus untuk memberitahu Yesus. They're seeking his help. Dia mencari uh, pembantuan dari Yesus. Now you have to remember this is before phones existed. Jadi kita harus ingat ini sebelum uh, handphone ada. They couldn't just WhatsApp Jesus and be like, "Hey Jesus, can you come pray for Lazarus? He's sick." Mungkin kalau handphone udah ada, mereka bisa tinggal WhatsApp Yesus saja. Yesus, Lazarus lagi sakit, sini tolong sembuhin. There were no Instagram stories you could check. Oh, that's where Jesus is today. I'm going to go to that place. Gak ada juga Instagram story di mana kita bisa tahu di mana Yesus berada saat ini. These messages would have walked there on foot. Mereka harus berjalan. 
And along the way, walking many kilometers, they'd be asking, "Where's Jesus? Which way did Jesus go?" Mereka berjalan sangat jauh dan bertanya, "Di mana Yesus berada? Apakah ada yang melihat Yesus?" Now this was a sickness that Lazarus wasn't going to easily recover from. Dan ini penyakit di mana Lazarus tidak sembuh dengan mudah. If it was, they wouldn't have bothered to check with Jesus to come. They just would have let him recover on his own. Mungkin kalau memang cepat sembuh, mereka nggak bakal mencari Yesus. This was a matter of life. Or death. Di sini di mana ada kehidupan dan kematian. Now these sisters they knew Jesus personally. Uh, saudara-saudara perempuan ini mereka tahu Yesus secara personal. Mary, Martha and Lazarus they were all Jesus's friends. Maria, Martha dan Lazarus adalah teman Yesus. And the message that the sisters sent to Jesus described Lazarus as the one you love. Jadi uh, di pesan itu adalah Lazarus adalah salah satu orang yang dikasihi Yesus. And the sisters knew that they needed to reach out for Jesus. They needed to seek his assistance in this time. Dan mereka tahu kalau mereka harus mencari bantuan dari Yesus. He was their only hope. Mereka adalah Yesus adalah satu-satunya harapan. And we too can reach out to Jesus when we're going through a hard time. Dan kita juga bisa mencari Yesus ketika kita menghadapi hal yang sulit. During those tough moments that we face in our life. Ketika kita menghadapi hal-hal sulit, kita dapat mencari Yesus. There is no situation too hard for our God. Gak ada situasi yang terlalu sulit bagi Tuhan kita. He is a God who can move and do the impossible. Dan dia adalah Tuhan yang dapat merubah menjadi hal yang mustahil menjadi tidak mustahil. Let's take a look at Jesus's response to this message. Mari kita lihat respon Yesus dari pesan yang tadi. Let's read on from verse 4. Kita bakal baca dari ayat 4. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days and then he said to his disciples, "Let us go back to Judea." Ketika Yesus mendengar kabar itu, ia berkata, Penyakit itu tidak membawa kematian, tetapi aku akan menyatakan kemuliaan Allah sebab oleh penyakit itu anak Allah akan dimuliakan. Yesus memang mengasihi Martha dan kakaknya dan Lazarus, namun setelah didengarnya bahwa Lazarus sakit, ia sengaja tinggal dua hari lagi di tempat di mana ia berada. Tetapi sesudah itu ia berkata kepada murid-muridnya, mari kita kembali ke Yudea. So straight away here, Jesus speaks a promise, a, a word of faith regarding this situation. Saat itu Yesus langsung mengatakan janji di mana ada iman dalam perkataan tersebut. This sickness will not end in death. Penyakit ini tidak akan berakhir dengan kematian. Jesus declares this statement out. Yesus mendeklarasikan statement itu. And we heard at the beginning of this year about how the power of life and death is in the tongue. Dan kita sudah belajar di awal tahun di mana kehidupan dan kematian ada di lidah kita. And what we speak matters. Dan apapun yang kita katakan itu sangat berguna. And here Jesus speaks life into this situation. Dan saat itu Yesus mengucapkan kehidupan dalam situasi tersebut. He declares a promise about what the outcome will be. Ia mendeklarasikan kehidupan apa yang akan terjadi ke depannya. So first he declares this promise. Yang pertama ia menyebutkan janji. Then in verse 5 we read that Jesus loved Martha, Mary and Di ayat 5 Yesus mengatakan kalau ia mengasihi Martha, Maria dan juga Lazarus. And then we read in verse 6. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, 
Di ayat 6 ketika Yesus mendengar bahwa Lazarus sakit, he stayed where he was two more days. Dia diam di mana ia berada selama dua hari lamanya. Now in time, this is not the action that I'd be expecting from Jesus at this point. Ya kita nggak mengharapkan aksi yang dilakukan Yesus saat itu. I rather I'd be expecting Jesus to like lift up his robe and start running off into the distance. Kita pasti memikirkan kalau Yesus mau langsung berlari mencari Lazarus. Kind of like picturing a movie montage. Ya kita serasa kayak di film-film. Of Jesus climbing up mountains. And going across rivers. Kita lihat Yesus uh, lari ke gunung, melewati sungai-sungai. Doing whatever it takes for him to reach Lazarus as soon as he can. Melakukan segala sesuatu supaya bisa bertemu dengan Lazarus cepat mungkin. This isn't the type of behavior that you'd expect from a friend. Kalian nggak bakal mengharapkan uh, itu yang akan kalian harapkan dari seorang teman. But we see that he decides that he wants to wait two more days before he starts that journey to Judea. Tapi apa yang kita lihat, Yesus diam selama dua hari sebelum ia pergi ke Yudea. Which comes as a, as a surprise. Dan itu sangat mengejutkan. And so I find it interesting the way that this passage is written out. Jadi ini agak menarik bagaimana ayat ini dituliskan. First Jesus gives the promise. Yang pertama Yesus memberikan janji. And then it's conveyed, conveyed about how much he loves Martha, Mary and Lazarus. Dia memberitakan bagaimana ia sangat mengasihi Maria, Martha dan Lazarus. But then there is a delay. In the answer being released. Tapi ada keterlambatan ketika jawaban dirilis. And so many of us, we've been given a word from God. Mungkin kita pernah dikasih uh, sesuatu dari Tuhan Yesus. A promise regarding maybe different areas of our life. Janji di dalam area-area kehidupan kita. Maybe it's a dream from God about your future. Mungkin uh, masa depan kita. Or a promise that one day you'll become a parent or get married. Mungkin uh, masa depan di mana kita dapat suatu hari kita akan menikah atau menjadi sebuah orang tua. Or to be influential in the business realm. Atau menjadi influencer di dalam bisnis. Or impacting your community. Atau mempeng- uh, menjadi uh, mengimpak komunitas kita. But we see here that this promise is delayed. Tapi di, kita lihat di sini promise-nya, janjinya agak terlambat. But just because a promise is delayed doesn't mean that God has stopped loving us. Ketika janji terlambat bukan uh, bukan artinya kalau Yesus stop mengasihi kita. It also doesn't mean that what he promised was a lie. Bukan uh, bukan berarti juga janjinya adalah kebohongan. A delay in seeing the promise come gives us an opportunity for us to grow in our perseverance. Ketika uh, keterlambatan sebuah janji ini akan me- menghidupkan menumbuhkan ketekunan kita. To grow in our understanding. pengertian kita and our knowledge of who Jesus really is dan juga pengetahuan kita sebenarnya siapa Yesus Jesus continues on and shares with his disciples these words Yesus melanjutkan dan men-sharingkan kata-katanya Let's read from verse 14 Mari kita baca di ayat 14 So then he told them plainly Lazarus is dead and for your sake I am glad I was not there so that you may believe but let us go to him Karena itu Yesus berkata dengan terus terang, Lazarus sudah mati. Tetapi syukurlah aku tidak hadir pada waktu itu, sebab demikian lebih baik bagimu, supaya kamu dapat belajar percaya. Marilah kita pergi sekarang kepadanya. So a delay often means that our faith will be tested. Jadi keterlambatan biasanya mengartikan kalau iman kita sedang diuji. And this testing of our faith it gives us an opportunity for the level of our belief to grow. Dan ketika iman kita diuji, di sini di mana kita dapat menumbuhkan kepercayaan kita kepada Tuhan Yesus. Delays often bring us an upgrade in our understanding of who Jesus really is. Dan di keterlambatan ini dapat mengartikan di mana kita bisa mengerti sebenarnya siapa Yesus. 
Jadi kita lihat di ayat tersebut kalau Yesus berjalan ke Bethania uh, di mana Lazarus berada. And when he arrives though in verse 17 it describes that actually Lazarus is dead and he's been in a tomb for four days. Dan ketika Yesus sampai di sana ternyata Lazarus sudah meninggal di ayat 17 dan uh, Lazarus sudah berada di dalam kubur. Now let's put ourselves back into the position of Mary and Martha. Mari kita lihat diri kita sebagai saudara Lazarus. They had reached out to Jesus. Mereka sudah meminta tolong kepada Yesus. They were given a promise yet their brother still died. Dan mereka sudah diberikan janji tetapi saudara mereka tetap meninggal. Imagine how heartbroken they would have been. Bayangkan betapa sakit hatinya mereka. I think that the death of a loved one is one of the hardest things that we have to go through in our lifetime. Ketika kepergian seseorang itu adalah sesaat yang benar-benar kehilangan bagi kita. These sisters had reached out to Jesus in their hour of desperation. Mereka sudah meminta tolong kepada Yesus. But it seems like Jesus had failed them. Tapi kelihatannya kayak Yesus menyenyakkan mereka. He let them down. Mereka, uh, Yesus menelantarkan mereka. And we see their response as Jesus arrives. Dan kita lihat respon mereka ketika Yesus datang. We read in verse 20. Dan kita akan baca di ayat 20. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God who is to come into the world. Ketika Martha mendengar bahwa Yesus datang, ia pergi mendapatkannya, tetapi Maria tinggal di rumah. Maka kata Martha kepada Yesus, Tuhan, sekiranya engkau ada di sini, saudaraku pasti tidak mati. Tetapi sekarang pun aku tahu bahwa Allah akan memberikan kepadamu segala sesuatu yang engkau minta kepadanya. Kata Yesus kepada Martha, saudaramu akan bangkit. Kata Martha kepadanya, aku tahu bahwa ia akan bangkit pada waktu orang-orang bangkit pada akhir zaman. Jawab Yesus, akulah kebangkitan dan hidup. Barang siapa percaya kepadaku, ia akan hidup walaupun ia sudah mati. Dan setiap orang yang hidup dan yang percaya kepadaku tidak akan mati selama-lamanya. Percayakah engkau akan hal ini? Jawab Martha, ya Tuhan, aku percaya bahwa engkau lah Mesias, anak Allah, dia yang akan datang ke dalam dunia. So we see here that Martha says these words. Kita lihat di sini kalau Martha mengatakan uh, kata-kata itu. If you had been here, kalau engkau datang, my brother would not have died. Saudaraku tidak akan meninggal. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Tapi aku tahu kalau apapun yang engkau katakan saat ini, Bapa akan mendengarnya. I think that these statements are remarkable coming from a woman who is in the midst of grieving the loss of her brother. Statement yang dikatakan Martha adalah statement yang luar di Luar biasa. Walaupun ia merasakan sakit hati kehilangan, tapi ia dapat mengatakan ini. These statements are filled with faith and belief about Jesus' Jesus's ability to heal. Kata-kata yang diucapkan Martha penuh dengan iman kalau dia, kalau Yesus dapat menyembuhkan Lazarus. And Jesus responds to her and says, "I am the resurrection and the life." Dan Yesus menjawab kalau ia adalah kebangkitan dan hidup. And he asks that question, "Do you believe?" 
this. Dan dia tanya kepada Martha, apakah kamu percaya ini? And as he declares these words, we see another aspect of God's glory and power. Ketika Yesus mendeklarasikan ini kita bisa lihat kalau ada uh, kuasa dan juga glory. That he is the resurrection and the life. Kalau dia adalah kebangkitan dan hidup. Death cannot have the final say. Kematian tidak dapat menga- uh, akhir, tidak kematian bukanlah akhir dari segalanya. Jesus holds resurrection power that brings life and conquers death. Yesus membawa kuasa kebangkitan sehingga dapat mengalahkan kematian. And he asked Martha, Do you believe this? Dan dia bertanya kepada Martha, apakah kamu percaya? And I love that Martha responds with this powerful statement of faith. Dan kita bisa lihat uh, karena Martha dapat mengatakan dengan iman. Yes, Lord, she replied. Dia bilang, "Ya, Tuhan." I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Aku percaya kalau Engkau adalah Mesias, Anak Allah. Here is a woman that would be in the midst of overwhelming feelings of grief and sadness. Martha adalah seorang perempuan yang merasakan kehilangan saat itu. She'd be carrying disappointment. Dia seharusnya dia merasakan kekecewaan. And she had every reason to be able to respond to Jesus and say, well, "Actually, no, I don't believe." Dia punya banyak alasan untuk mengatakan tidak kepada Yesus. Yet she speaks these words in faith. Tapi dia mengatakan kata-kata itu dengan iman. I believe that you are the Messiah, Son of God. Aku percaya kalau engkau adalah Mesias, Anak Allah. What an encouragement that is to any of us that may be facing grief. Kata-kata yang sangat menguatkan bagi kita. Or doubt or confusion. Ketika kita menghadapi kebimbangan, keraguan ataupun kehilangan. Or even disappointment during this time. Dan juga mungkin kekecewaan di situasi seperti ini. Martha chose to confess her trust and belief in Jesus. Martha mempercayakan kehidupannya dia dan kepercayaannya imannya dia terhadap Yesus. And this statement it wasn't based on a circumstance that she was experiencing. Iman yang ada dalam dia bukan bergantung dengan situasi yang ia sedang hadapi. If that was the case, I think her response would have been totally different. Kalau misalnya memang uh, dia tergantung dengan situasi, pasti responnya akan berbeda. Martha's confession of faith was based on the relationship that she had with Jesus. Pengakuan iman Martha berdasarkan dengan kedekatan yang uh, hubungan yang mereka hadapi. What she knew to be true about Jesus as she got to know him more and more as a friend. Dia tahu lebih dari uh, apa yang sebenarnya Yesus itu. And this is a sign for us as maturing Christians. Dan ini tanda sebagai uh, sebagai Kristen yang dewasa that even in spite of suffering we would cling to the hope that we found in him walaupun kita sedang di dalam uh, situasi yang tidak um, tidak bagus kita tetap percaya dengan dia and to hold steadfast to that commitment that we've made to follow him dan kita tetap memegang dia dengan komitmen kita let's continue reading in verse 28 mari kita baca di ayat 28 after she said this she went back and called her sister mary aside the teacher is here she said and is asking for you When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Dan sudah berkata demikian, ia pergi memanggil saudaranya Maria dan berbisik kepadanya, "Guru ada di sana." Dan ia memanggil engkau. Mendengar itu Maria segera bangkit lalu pergi mendapatkan Yesus. So we don't know why Mary stayed at home the first time that Martha went to visit Jesus. Kita enggak tahu sebenarnya kenapa Maria uh, tinggal di rumah ketika Martha melihat Yesus. But we see here that Mary responded quickly as Jesus requested for her. Tapi ketika Yesus memanggil Maria dengan cepat. And her first words to Jesus. Dan kata-kata pertamanya kepada Yesus. Were the same words spoken by her sister earlier. 
Kata-kata yang sama dikatakan oleh Martha. Another statement of faith. Kata-kata iman. Verse 32, it says, When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Setibanya Maria di tempat Yesus berada dan melihat dia, tersungkurlah ia di depan kakinya dan berkata kepadanya, Tuhan, sekiranya engkau ada di sini, saudaraku pasti tidak mati. Both Mary and Martha had the revelation and held a strong conviction that Jesus could heal those that were living. Maria dan Martha yakin kalau Yesus dapat menyembuhkan Lazarus. They knew Jesus the transformer. Mereka tahu kalau Yesus adalah transformer. That he could perform amazing miracles. Dia dapat menunjukkan uh, mujizat yang luar biasa. But Jesus was just about to show them that he had even greater power than that. Dan Yesus mau menunjukkan lebih dari itu. He had resurrection power. Dia punya kekuatan kebangkitan. The delay of the promise meant that their perspective of Jesus was just about to be upgraded. Ketika uh, keterlambatan jawaban itu adalah perspektif mereka akan ditingkatkan. They already knew that Jesus had the power to heal the sick. Mereka sudah tahu kalau Yesus dapat menyembuhkan. Now they were going to see that Jesus also had the power to raise the dead. Dan sekarang mereka mau melihat kalau Yesus dapat membangkitkan. And as we continue the story, we see the response of Jesus as a friend. Ketika kita membaca cerita lagi, kita tahu kalau kita bisa melihat Yesus sebagai teman. We see him moved with compassion, moved with empathy. Dia, uh, dia bekerja dengan perasaan dia. Yesus bekerja dengan empati. In verse 33, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews that had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. Ketika Yesus melihat Maria menangis dan juga orang-orang Yahudi yang datang bersama-sama dia, maka masgulah hatinya. Ia sangat terharu dan berkata, Di manakah dia kamu baringkan? Jawab mereka, Tuhan, marilah dan lihatlah. Maka menangislah Yesus. We see here that Jesus weeps with us while we're mourning. Kita melihat di sini kalau Yesus menangis bersama dengan kita ketika kedukaan kita. He's not distant from us when we're hurting. Dia tidak uh, menjauh ketika kita merasa sakit. He is close. He's a God who feels what we feel. Dia berada dekat dengan kita. Dia Allah yang merasakan segala sesuatu yang kita rasakan. He is our comforter. He is our peace. Dia adalah Allah yang membuat kenyamanan kita. Let's continue reading verse 38. Jesus once more deeply moved came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Maka masjulah pula hati Yesus. Lalu ia pergi ke kubur itu. Kubur itu adalah sebuah goa yang ditutup dengan batu. Kata Yesus, angkat batu ini. Angkat batu itu. Martha, saudara mereka yang meninggal itu, berkata kepadanya, Tuhan, ia sudah berbau, sebab sudah empat hari ia mati. So Martha's statement here shows us that although she had this strong conviction that Jesus could heal those that were living. Kita lihat di sini kalau Martha punya iman kalau Yesus dapat membangkitkan. She didn't have that same level of faith regarding seeing her brother raised from the dead. Dia belum punya keyakinan kalau Yesus dapat membangkitkan saudaranya. And we see here that Martha's perspective about Jesus's ability to raise the dead 
was going to be upgraded. Tapi dia lihat di sini kalau uh, kuasa kebangkitan yang Yesus miliki akan membangkitkan iman yang si Martha. And the depth of understanding of who Jesus really is was growing in this moment. Dan dia dapat mengerti lebih lagi siapa sebenarnya Yesus. In verse 40. Then Jesus said, "Did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God?" Jawab Yesus, "Bukankah sudah kukatakan kepadamu jikalau engkau percaya Engkau akan melihat kemuliaan Allah. So they took away the stone, and then Jesus looked up and said, "Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me." And when he said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, "Lazarus, come out!" The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them. Take off the grave clothes and let him go. Maka mereka mengangkat batu itu. Lalu Yesus mengada ke atas dan berkata, Bapa, aku mengucap syukur kepadamu karena engkau telah mendengarkan aku. Aku tahu bahwa engkau selalu mendengarkan aku, tetapi oleh karena orang banyak yang berdiri di sini mengelilingi aku, aku mengatakannya supaya mereka percaya bahwa engkaulah yang mengutus aku. Dan sesudah berkata demikian, bersuluh ia dengan keras. Lazarus, marilah keluar. Orang yang telah mati itu datang keluar, kaki dan tangannya masih terikat dengan kain, kapan dan mukanya tertutup dengan kain peluh, kata Yesus kepada mereka. Bukalah kain-kain itu dan biarkan ia pergi. Jesus speaks those words out loud. Lazarus, come out. Yesus mengatakannya dengan keras, Lazarus, keluarlah. And as those words were spoken, Ketika kata-kata itu diucapkan, resurrection power flowed into Lazarus's body. Kuasa kebangkitan mengalir dalam tubuh Lazarus. His heart started beating. Hatinya mulai berdetak. Breath filled his lungs. Uh, nafas mulai mengisi kehidupannya. Blood started pumping around his body. Uh, darahnya mulai memompa. Just imagine being one of those sisters. Bayangkan kalau kita dalam saudaranya si Lazarus. Just moments before they were there weeping with Jesus. Momen sebelumnya mereka menangis bersama-sama dengan Yesus. Grieving the loss of their brother. Mereka merasa kehilangan. And here they now find themselves just a few moments later. Tapi sesaat selanjutnya seeing their brother come out of that tomb. Mereka melihat saudara mereka keluar dari kubur itu. Now I'm sure that they would have been gripped with fear in that moment. Saat itu pasti mereka enggak menangis. Kind of watching this dead man walk out covered in this linen and cloth. Mereka melihat orang yang telah meninggal berjalan bersama-sama dengan kain kapannya. But then picture them coming to that realization. Hey, this is our brother. This is Lazarus. He's come back to life. Tapi bayangkan mereka sangat terkagum melihat itu saudara kita keluar dari kematian. And what great joy that would have filled their hearts and minds in that moment. Mereka pasti sangat bersukacita saat itu. As they realized that their brother was now alive. Dan mereka akhirnya mengetahui kalau saudara mereka telah bangkit dari kematian. And that Jesus had indeed been faithful to what he had promised. Dan Yesus memegang janjinya. This sickness will not end in death. Penyakit ini tidak akan berakhir dengan kematian. They are the words that Jesus spoke. Itu yang Yesus katakan. A promise that came to pass. Janji yang mengalir. Even though there was a delay. Walaupun ada keterlambatan. And even though we see here that actually death came to Lazarus. Kita lihat di sini sebenarnya kematian datang kepada Lazarus. We also see that death was not the end point. 
Tapi kita juga lihat kalau kematian bukan akhir dari segalanya. That this would not be where this story finished. Uh, kematian bukan akhir dari cerita tersebut. And we see the resurrection power of Jesus flow. Tapi kita lihat kuasa kebangkitan Yesus mengalir. We follow a God who has the power of life. Kita percaya kepada Tuhan di mana Ia uh, memberikan kehidupan kepada kita. And death does not have the final say. Dan kematian bukan akhir dari segalanya. And our Jesus is able to breathe life into the visions that we have. Dan Yesus dapat memberikan kehidupan ke dalam visi yang ada dalam diri kita. Maybe the Those dreams that we felt like have died. Mungkin uh, cita-cita kita atau mimpi kita yang sudah kita telantarkan. To those circumstances that we think they're just they're, they're impossible for God to do anything. Kepada situasi yang mungkin sulit atau mungkin mustahil kalau Tuhan dapat melakukannya. When Jesus speaks, His resurrection power is released. Jika Yesus berkata, kuasa kebangkitan dirilis. And I can hear God saying to us today. Dan kita bisa mendengar kalau Yesus berkata kepada kita hari ini. Did I not tell you that if you believe? Apakah saudara tidak percaya kalau aku sudah mengatakannya? You will see the glory of God. Kalau engkau akan melihat kebangkitan dari Tuhan. Church, let us hold on to those promises that we've been given. Saudara, mari kita berpegang pada janji yang sudah Tuhan berikan. Those words, those dreams, those visions. Kata-kata janjinya masa depan buat kita. And let us not give up as our dream, our vision may be delayed. Mari kita jangan putus asa walaupun uh, masa depan itu kelihatannya terlambat. But let us stay in that place of belief. Tapi mari kita tetap berdiam dalam tempat di mana kita percaya. And as we do that, we will see the glory of God. Ketika kita melakukan itu, kita akan melihat kebangkitan dan kuasa yang ada dalam Tuhan. Let's take a moment to pray. Mari kita mengambil waktu untuk berdoa. Oh Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Bapa terima kasih buat kata-katamu. We thank you for this story of Lazarus. Terima kasih Tuhan buat cerita Lazarus. We thank you that not only do you, are you a God who has the power to heal, but you also have the ability to raise the dead. Kami percaya Bapa kalau Engkau tidak hanya punya kuasa kebangkitan Tuhan, tapi juga kuasa yang membangkitkan orang dari kematian. And God, I just declare over every circumstance that, of the people that are watching here today. Tuhan, aku deklarasikan dalam setiap situasi yang saudara-saudara alami hari ini. I speak your resurrection power over their situation. Kami perkatakan uh, kuasa kebangkitan dalam situasi yang mereka hadapi. That the where the situation may feel like it's impossible, that that things aren't going to change. Tapi walaupun kelihatannya situasi tidak akan berubah Tuhan. That God you would breathe your breath of life into those circumstances. Tapi Engkau akan menghembuskan nafas kebangkitan Bapa. And that you would raise those dead things back to life. Engkau akan membangkitkan kematian ke dalam kehidupan Bapa. I thank you God that you would take us all deeper in our understanding of you. Terima kasih Tuhan Engkau membawa kami lebih tahu lagi tentang pengertian siapa Engkau sebenarnya. That we would see the purpose in those delays. Kami dapat melihat tujuan dari keterlambatan itu. That we could grow in our perseverance. Kami dapat bertumbuh Tuhan dalam pengertian dan ketekunan. That we could see an upgrade in our faith. Dan kami bisa bertumbuh dalam iman kami. I thank you God that you're going to strengthen our faith in this season. Terima kasih Bapa Engkau akan menguatkan iman kami dalam situasi ini. That we continue to run the race that you've called for us to Kami akan tetap berlari Bapa dalam perjalanan iman kami. I thank you God for your blessing over everyone watching today. Terima kasih Tuhan buat berkat-Mu dan buat setiap orang yang menonton hari ini. Strengthen and encourage your church. Kekuatan Bapa dan penguatan Tuhan. In Jesus name we pray. Dalam nama Yesus kami berdoa. Amen. Amin. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c3thebukit.com.